Welcome back to another episode of the HMA Fantasy Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Hugley, joined again, always, maybe forever, by Dyson Gould. How you doing, Dyson? Good. How about yourself today? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Just, again, living through this quarantine um, and bored out of my mind. So, good to talk wrestling. Yeah. But... Let's get into it. Um, last show, we did 125 and 133 um, you know, on our quest to go through the, all the, the brackets that came out for NCAAs and, and talk about you know, our picks and who we think would win and um, just really kind of talk a little bit of wrestling while we got this downtime and people have nothing to do. And I know that I'm running out of podcasts to listen to, so might as well listen to something and kind of fantasize about what we could have seen happen uh, in in Minneapolis. Uh, I have the stadium behind me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I really wish we would have been able to see it happen in the football stadium. Uh, what do you think? What do you, how do you think that would have been? Yeah, uh, Jacob just you missed it so much. He had to fly up to Minneapolis just to take that yeah. feeling. Just said, so he could say he was in Minneapolis even though he wasn't watching wrestling. Hey, man, I'm still quarantined. There's nobody He's- in here. He's talking about wrestling in many, in the football stadium, so that that counts. There's nobody in here. I'm still maintaining my social distance. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, so let's let's jump into it. what we're gonna do today. We're actually gonna go through four weights. So we're gonna do 141 through 165. Um, and I think in order to make it a little bit, you know, more pleasing to the ear, um, and have a little bit better conversations instead of. You know, every we, yesterday we went through every single match on the bracket, um, and I think you know most of us can agree that there's very few matches in that first round um, that are really good matches. You know, um, I mean they're all they're great wrestlers, the top 33 guys in the nation, but you know for the most part that first round is kind of kind of easy to pick. Um, there, there's going to be a couple matches, but I figured we would kind of just run through that first round. Um, and, and hit a couple of like highlight matches if there are any, um, but not really do too much in that first round. Um, does that sound cool to you, Dyson? Yeah, it sounds good. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into it. I'm going to start sharing my screen um, so that we can pop up brackets on this thing. Um, so starting at 141, here is my bracket. Uh, I let me move our faces down to the bottom. There we go. Uh, but here's my bracket at 141. Um, 41 was was fun and not fun to pick for me um, because there, you know, this this thing's never going to happen. So it's kind of hard to pick these crazy upsets and, and say something because um, you know we can say whatever we want, but we don't know. Yeah. Um, but you know. For the most part, um, it you know th- there's not a whole lot of a shakeup. You know there's there's a lot of matches where we've seen these guys wrestle before and kind of know what's going to happen. Um, what do you think about forty one? Um, I think it was a pretty uh, it's a pretty stacked bracket. There's a couple couple uh, when I was filling out I, like I, you really don't. I mean all the brackets are completely stacked. You don't even yeah. think about it until you start filling them out like this. And then, like, you get down to the blood round and stuff, you're like, holy crap, some of these guys aren't placing. Like, you got, like, Lee Wilson in the second round, you can see there that mirroring the key second round. Like, matches like that are just, like, crazy like, first couple round matches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
second round matches are, are insane in this bracket for sure. Um, so it, just kind of like briefly looking over the first round, uh, like I said, we're not going to talk about all of them, uh, but one match that kind of stood out to me um, is that second match up at the top about 44 is going to be number 17, Grant Leith and number 16, Evan Cheek. Um, you know, I think a lot of people kind of heard the name Grant Leith, you know, he's the, the, the ripped up dude that wears a neck brace from Missouri. Um, and you know, he's been around for a little bit. He isn't an all American. Um, he's had kind of a, a tough year this year, you know, 15 and five that kind of led him to that 17 seed. Um, but he's an all American, right. And so he, he can, he, he can really bust up this bracket. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I you know, sent you down there. Another guy that you might not know too much about um, is, is Evan Cheek sitting at that 16 seed from Cleveland state. Um, a lot of people don't know much about him because he's from Cleveland state, um, but 36 and five, this guy wrestled like crazy all year. Um, and, and he was a fantasy machine. Uh, he was always in my fantasy previews every week because he just tore people up all year. Um, and, you know, this is a really good match round one. Um, I would have loved to see it play out. Uh, but uh, at, at the end of the day, who who are you picking, Dyson? I'm going to pick Leith. I think uh, his record's probably a little bit low because I think he was out of the season a little bit with red shirts. So that might be – I mean, not red shirt, uh, injury. That might be why yep. his seed is like that. But I think he, he's definitely a – tough wrestler and I think he gets that win it's cheap yeah for sure um yeah I, I got the same thing I got Leith like you said injury is a little bit of a concern um, but a guy of his caliber even battling a little bit of injury I, I'm gonna take him over uh cheek uh the next one that I kind of wanted to point out um it, and I think I, I want to point it out mainly because me and you pick differently um if you jump down about 48 you have uh Dresden Simon from Central Michigan at the 12 seed. And then at the 21 seed, you have Cody Tybus or Tribus um, from Navy. Um, I, I saw on your bracket, uh, uh, Dyson, that you picked, you picked Simon, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, what you want to give me a little insight into to what your decision was? I think maybe just a uh, little bit better record, probably just a little bit more uh, consistent this year. I think uh, Navy guys, Tribus always, Always tough, but I think uh, Simon beats him out first round. Yeah, um, and, and I, I mean, I definitely like first glance. I, I thought Simon, and then it kind of hit me, and I realized that um, Travis won EIWAs last week, um, and, and so I think a guy that hasn't necessarily had all the high praise and hasn't you know been one of the top names. Um, but coming into the NCAA tournament as a first-time national qualifier um, and, and coming off at EIWA title, um, I think that says a lot, and I think he's coming in hot. Um, and so I actually end up picking Travis to, to pass on to the next round. Um, and, and, you know, there, there are a couple of, of good matches left in this round, and I'll, I'll go through a couple of them. But I, one of the ones that – kind of stuck out to me too um, and is another difference for me and you is about 49. Um, we have number 13, Michael Blockus from UNI and number 20, Kyle Shoup from Lockhaven. Um, Shoup is a returning All-American and uh, Blockus, I don't believe is, right? I don't um, think so either. But uh, so here's another, another place where we had a difference. I ended up actually taking Kyle Shoup um, 
And so I have Kyle Shoup, and I actually have Kyle Shoup making all the way to the semifinals, uh, if you could see on my bracket. And the reason I did that, Kyle Shoup has not had the greatest year, um, but he, he, he didn't have a, a fantastic, you know, amazing year of the year he All-American. He kind of came to the tournament and put stuff together, and he, his superpower is he's just a monster on top, right? And so he's able to get in that top position and, and turn people and um, do a lot of good things from there. So I ended up picking, picking Shoup in this match. Yeah, yeah, I took uh, Blockus. I think he's just been real tough this year. And uh, his, his record's a little bit low, but I think he's been uh, – he had a good season. I took him over shoot. Yeah. Um, and, and really, the the last one I really want to talk about um, is just real quick, number three, Real Woods, number 30, Sedarian Perry. Um, Perry is, is – also, a returning All-American that is sitting at the 30 seed, right? Um, and, and so, what do you what do you see going on here? Yeah, I think this is a crazy good uh, first-round match. Uh, you got Real Woods, who's been a freshman on fire this year, 19-1. But then, Sedarian Perry uh, has been around a couple years and uh, real good. 30 seed getting matched up with Real Woods uh, first round. If I was Real Woods, I would not be happy about that first round matchup being a three seed. Yeah, not at all. But uh, I think either way, um, I'm taking the Stanford Cardinal here. What about you? Yeah, I got Woods as well. Yeah, cool. Um, you know, there's a couple other ones in here, but, um, you know, down at the end, just kind of a quick mention. We have uh, Tyreek Wilson and Mitch Moore. Uh, Mitch Moore has done – really well this year at uh, Virginia Tech. Um, but I, I'm going to take Tariq there. Tariq the Freak um, had a magical run a couple of years ago, making it to the semifinals only to get uh, to get his uh, his streak ended in overtime by Seth Gross. Um, but uh, I'm taking Tariq the Freak in the about 57 match down at the bottom. How about you? Yeah, I got Tariq as well. Cool. All right, moving on to the next round. So next round, up at the top, Pletcher Leith. Um, you know, this is a match that a, a year or two ago, if you'd asked me, um, I really would have had a hard time picking. Um, and I would have kind of went back and forth and, and tried to figure out, you know, maybe more like game plan, like who has the better game plan might win this match, blah, blah, blah. Um, but at the end of the day, the way that these guys have been trending this year, Leaf with the injuries, Pletcher just on a completely new level from the rest of his career. Um, I'm taking Pletcher in this match uh, probably by a major decision. Yeah, I'll have to agree with you. Pletcher by major decision as well. Uh, he's just been on fire this year, and his reshots are unbelievable. Yeah. I take Pletcher. Oh, yeah. Short offense, reshots. I mean, he's, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, next, we're going to jump down. Moran Heil. Um, Heil from Campbell. Been doing really well these past couple of years. Had really great seasons. Um, he's been a guy that's been kind of right there at All-American every year. Um, but just hadn't been able to get it done. Um, Tristan Moran, Wisconsin, ha has also had a, a, a great career. Um, started off Oklahoma State and is ending his career as a Badger. Um, and I'm taking him to take out Mr. Heil in this round. Yeah, I got Moran as well. I think uh, maybe just that Big Ten schedule, uh, real tough, being ready for the national tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next round, 
we have, uh, I have Demas and Tribus. Um, you have Demas and Simon. Um, either way, I think we're both going to take Dom, right? Yeah, I got Dom probably, probably by a major decision, uh, six nothing win, if not a major decision, something like that, controlled win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you might inside trip him to death, but uh, in that uh, in that next round, going down to the to two hundred, about two hundred, um, you're looking at Blockus and Parker. How do you see that hanging out or right, shaping up? Um, I got I got Parker beating Blockus. I believe they wrestled earlier this year, but I'm, uh, oh, actually, I do have it written down. With, uh, Parker beat him by decisions in the duel. And then he also yep. beat him by decision four nothing at Big Twelve, so I think that result will stay. And I think he, I think it'll be a good match. But I think Parker gets him. Yeah, cool, cool, man. So um, that's actually where I differ right here, right? So this match right here, I have, um, I have Kyle Shoop actually against uh, Ian Parker, and I actually have Kyle Shoop taking out Ian Parker. Um, Ian Parker has looked very good this year, um, and and. And we're, we're talking this match right here. Ian Parker has looked very good this year. Um, but again, I think that that top game that Shoop's got going on is really something special. Um, and I could see him taking out a guy that a guy like Parker, that's kind of been, you know, fringe all American material. Um, I, I can see Shoop taking him out there. <sighs> Jumping down to the bottom side of the bracket. We got real woods and dusty hone. Hone's had a really great season for the Cowboys this year, um, but you know it's going to end here. What do you think? Yeah, well, I think Woods beat uh, possible major decision there, and I think he uh, beats Hone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm looking major, I'm looking bonus points right here for Real Woods taking out Dusty Hone. Um, the the next match, which is actually kind of an exciting match, um, is Chad Red Zach Sherman. Uh, Zach Sherman out of Blair Academy has had a great sophomore campaign this year. Um, he, he's taken out, you know, Tariq Wilson, uh, taken out a bunch of other really good guys. He's the ACC champion. Um, and, and he is looking good coming in. Uh, but then you got a guy like Chad Red, who is a two-time All-American sitting in his junior year, um, could possibly be a four-time All-American, you know, if this tournament were to happen. Um, and he, his problem the first two years was he had kind of a slow season um, and then jumped into the, the national tournament and just caught fire. Um, but in his junior season, he kind of turned that around. Um, yeah. He's kind of caught fire at the beginning of the year, and he's been hot all year. Um, he's looked really good all year. Uh, I would love to have seen this match go down, uh, but I, I, can see, I can see Chad Red uh, winning this match pretty handily. What about you? Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh... – I think uh, Redden can get some bonus points here. He's been flashy and uh, on fire all year long, just getting big wins. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, the, the cradle is is a very big threat with Chad Red. Yeah. Um, but jumping down 203, we got Max Murin and uh, Mitch McKee. Um, this, this match has happened, I think, four times, and I believe uh, McKee has won it three out of four. Um, so this was really hard for me because I feel like I feel like Max Murin has looked very good this year, um, and I would love to see him pull this one out. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, like I did uh, yesterday, if there's a match that's happened four times and one guy's won three of those, I kind of got to go with that guy. Um, so I'm going to take Mitch McKee and that that crazy head pinch he's got to to take out the Hawkeye 
in this round. Yeah, I got uh, Muren. I think his offense has just been clicking this year, and he's been uh, he's been on fire. He, he beat McKee in the duel, I believe, six uh, four in Sun Victory, and then he lost three one at Big Ten. So real close both matches. So go either way. It's gonna be a real good, but would have been a real good match either way. I'm, yeah. I'm taking Muren though. Yeah, I, I mean, I could definitely see it going either way. Um, you know, I, I, that's another one that I really wish we could have been able to see. But jumping down 204, we've got Tariq Wilson and Nick Lee. Um, and in past years, I would have def if this was the same bracket, um, but you know, last year, I would have definitely said, watch out, upset special here. Um, Tariq can do it. Uh, but Nick Lee has been on another level this year. He has really put himself above the pack. Uh, um, he, him and Pletcher really just kind of are, are on their own um, with the exception of maybe a real woods, which we think he's in their league. Um, Cause we saw that close match with Pletcher, but you know, he hasn't really wrestled the same competition. So it's hard to, to really figure out where he's at. Um, but I'm taking Nick Lee over Tariq. Yeah. I think like you said, I got uh, those, those uh, three are definitely the top three, maybe just Lee Pletcher top two, but I think woods has a chance to beat them guys. But, I got Lee over Wilson this first round. Or not yep. first round, second round. Cool, man. Um, jumping back up to the top, we got Pletcher versus Moran. Um, you know, Luke Pletcher coming in the one seed, hot off that win over Nick Lee in the Big Ten Finals. Um, you know, Mitch Moran has wrestled great this year. He's been, you know, in all kinds of crazy weird positions. Um, and he really kind of thrives in that, like, awkward, uh, scrambly positions. Um, but unfortunately that's not something that Pletcher ever gets in, right? He finishes crisp and clean. Um, and I think that, you know, while I think in Tristan Moran's senior year, I have him ending up finally getting that all American honor. Um, uh, but he's not going to take out Pletcher here, so he'll have to be a backside warrior. Yeah. Uh, I definitely got Pletcher as well. He's been on fire this year, like we said before. And I just think he, I think he may even majored uh, Moran and Duel possibly. I think yep. he can definitely get some bonus points in this match. Yeah. Yep. So we both got Pletcher there. Moving down to the bottom. Um, I have Demas Shoop right here. And uh, right here, it's – so I really like this quarter of the bracket, right? So this whole quarter right here of the bracket is, is really set up to be an awesome showdown. Um, because we have a bunch of guys that are that are good, but not really proven this year, um, right? You know, Shoop is a returning All-American, so is Dom Demas. But for me, Demas looked fantastic last year, right? He he inside tripped Nick Lee to death like six times. Um, but I think that people have kind of started to figure it out this year. Um, you know, Ian Parker beat him in, in sudden victory, I think, in the Big 12 finals. Um, and I think he just, every time I've watched him wrestle this year, he just hasn't looked like the same guy as last year. Um, so for me, between him and, and Shoop, that has also not really looked like the same guy, um, I think I'm going to take the, the monster on top over the kind of inside trip dependent Demas. Uh, so I'm taking Shoop to to bust through the semifinals and become an All American again. Yeah, I got uh I got Parker Demas in this one, but and I'm gonna I'm gonna take Parker because uh, like you said, Parker beat him in a sudden victory uh, at Big Twelves in the finals, 
And um, like kind of like you said, Demas hasn't really had that great of a year as uh, maybe he did last year. Yeah, for sure. Um, down to the bottom, oh, man, a match I would have freaking loved to see um, is Real Woods, Chad Red. I think that would be just poised for fireworks. Um, and I wanted so badly to pick red here. Um, I don't know. What did you think? Um, I really, I really thought about it as well. I think, like you said, this would be a really flashy fireworks match. Maybe like, cause like he's both these guys are just real flashy and fast, explosive, scrambling. You never know what's going to happen with these two. Well, let me get both of them on the same mat. They can yeah. get some crazy fireworks, but I got woods. I think, uh, He's just been a little bit better this year. Uh, I think uh, he, the freshman's able to prevail and uh, get to the semifinals. Yeah, I just for me, I really wanted to pick Red. I think Reds look great this year. It just um, it ended up. I kept having flashbacks to that Luke Pletcher match, and although he lost, um, you know, he looked great. And in sudden victory, coming out of that scramble, um, I even thought at one point that that Woods had gotten behind for the two. Um, and so with that close of a match with Luke Pletcher um, and just seeing how high above the, the, the field Pletcher is from everybody, um, yeah, I ended up taking Woods here. Um, and, and the last quarterfinal we have down at the bottom is also going to be – could be a fun one, but really wasn't this year. Um, Mitch McKee, Nick Lee, I thought it was going to be a really fun one in the duel. Um, ended up kind of being a one-sided beat down by Nick Lee, and I see no other reason to pick otherwise this time. To Nick Lee. Yeah, I think uh, bonus points for Nick Lee. Yeah. Um, and then going back up to the top, we got our semifinal showdowns. Um, I got Luke Pletcher and Kyle Shoup. Um, I think while this is, you know, possibly the top four guys in the weight class here, um, I think that whoever comes out of that, that four seed, you know, quadrant right there is, is probably going to get beat up on by Luke Pletcher. Um, so I see Luke Pletcher by major decision making his way to his first finals appearance. Yeah, I got uh, I got Ian Parker against him, uh, but I'm going to take Pletcher by major over Parker. Yeah. And then down at the bottom, another match that I really would have loved to see happen, um, just because of the, the unknown factor, is Real Woods versus Nick Lee. Um, and, and right here, I had a really hard time, and I, I kept going back and forth, and, and I wanted to, to pick the, the Stanford Cardinal here because I love how he wrestles, and he's, he's just, he wrestles with such a joy and a love and a passion for the sport, and I've watched interviews with him, and he just, he's a great kid. I'm excited to watch his career unfold. Um, I just, you know, like Luke Pletcher, Nick Lee has also been on another level this year, you know, from his past couple of years. Uh, and so I got Nick Lee one in this one, um, maybe one, two points, maybe a sudden victory win. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a real close match. I think as Wood showed uh, at the beginning of the year, he hung with Pletcher, almost beat him in overtime. I think uh, he can hang with Lee as well. Yeah. Um, and then we got in the finals. So the finals, me and you are different. We have the same people in the finals, but we are different here. Um, so, you know, interested to see you pick Pletcher, right? I picked Lee. Um, I don't think either one of them is a crazy pick, right? It could go either way. In fact, this is the rubber match. Um, what what did you see to to shift your, your view over to Pletcher? I've picked Pletcher both the last two times. I was right one time, wrong the other. And uh, I think his – I was thinking I'll just stick with what I've been saying the last two times I picked him. I think he's just – he's so hard to finish on. 
well, I guess in a dual league, did finish pretty easy on him. But I guess uh, he's just so hard to finish on. His legs are, like, so big and strong. And then uh, he's got crazy reattacks and uh, re-shots and uh, short offense, like we were saying earlier. I just think he's able to get to his offense and uh, beat Lee for the second time. Yeah. Uh, so th- this one was really hard for me. I could go either way. Um, you know, when they first met in the duel, I picked Nick Lee. Um, I thought Nick Lee was just going to have too much offense for him and be too long and lanky. Um, it ended up working out that way. Uh, but then, you know, Pletcher flipped the script in the Big Ten Finals, and I, I picked Lee in the Big Ten Finals, and Pletcher flipped the script, looked great, um, kind of picked him apart a little bit, uh, and, and really – handled his own and so i think that it's probably a safe assumption to pick to pick not a safe assumption but like a smart assumption to pick pleasure going into this match um because of how good he looked in that big 10 finals uh for me the i think they're so even to me that my deciding factor was, was the kale factor uh, you know i ended up looking at it and i thought you know i, I remember the last couple of years seeing buckeyes in the finals coming up short, just not getting there, right? And so Pletcher's got to have that in the back of his mind, seeing, you know, McKenna, Michael Jordan, uh, Bo Jordan, you know, seeing all these guys make it to the finals, Miles Martin coming up short. Um, And so whereas on the other end of the stick, you have Nick Lee, who is seeing all of his teammates become one, two, three-time national champions, right? And so they are – they're just at a different level, um, you know, as – the Iowa fan of me hates to say it, right? But but Penn State and what Kale's got going on over there is just really on a different level from people. And I don't know if it's a confidence thing or a preparation or what, uh, but with a match this close, I ended up taking Nick Lee. You want to go through the uh, concies real quick? Our blood round going on. Yeah. So uh, let's let's just kind of let, let's hit who our all Americans are, um, and then maybe any kind of matches that you have um actually no no no. what you said let's go blood round all the way to third place and let's just kind of go go quickly what do you got i got uh demas over mckee moran over sherman Marin over blockus red over leaf and then i got uh demas over moran red over Marin, then uh woods over demas and red over parker i got uh, Mirren beating Moran for seventh, uh, Parker beating Demish for fifth, and Woods beating Red for third. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I got, um, you know, losing out in the blood round. I have Dom Demas returning freshman All American, losing out in the blood round. Uh, I've got Zach Sherman losing out in the blood round. I really wanted to pick my Tar Heel here, um, but I had him against Tristan Moran, and I just couldn't. Um, and then I have I have Mitch McKee beating Ian Parker in the blood round and I have Chad red beating, uh, Grant Leith. Um, and then if you jump over to the placement matches, I have McKee over Moran for seventh. Um, and then I have Shoop over Murin for fifth woods over red for third. Did you have a uh, Shoop beating in the blood rounds? Um, actually I had Shoop, uh, dropping down from the semifinals. Right? So, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah console semis um cool so that's 141 that's kind of wrapping up that bracket uh let's get moving on so we kind of got a time crunch um 149 the crazy bracket i know that we're very different on this here um and, and so let's 
let's even speed it up a little bit, right? So let's yeah, let's kind of point out anything prior to quarters, um, but let's talk mostly in the quarters, semis, and finals. Um, yeah, sounds good. So looking down through this one, um, you know, there, there's some good first round matches, you know, Jared Prince, Brock Mahler stands out to me. Um, the reason Jared Prince is ranked so lowly is because he had, he kind of came in late, um, to the season. So that could be a good one. Um, you got Jared Verclaren and Andrew Aliras, you know, Verclaren's kind of been picking up steam, Aliras, uh, a freshman phenom. Uh, and then you have Yaya Thomas, Matthew Kolodzik is a big one right there at, uh, at the, the about 70. Um, but you know, those matches for me kind of all go chalk. How about you? Yeah, same. We were all the – looking down through, we, were all, uh, we both had the same throw all the way through. So. Cool. Um, and, and so punching their way into the quarterfinals, I have Lugo over Perriot. I have Purinton over Dagan at the top. What do you got in those two matches? I have Lugo over uh, Perriot and Dagan over Purinton. Cool. You got Dagan over Purinton. Why would you pick Dagan over Purinton? I think uh, Dagan's maybe a little, just a little bit more uh, proven. Uh, returning All-American last year, I just think, uh, I think he pulls out that one. Yeah, absolutely. I can definitely see it going that way. Um, for me, I ended up picking Purinton because Purinton's coming off, you know, just – a hot win streak. I mean, he, he took third in, in the Big Ten, um, taking out Brayton Lee in that match, um, and just looked really good. Um, and so it could go either way. I chose to pick Purinton. Um, dropping down to that next quadrant, I have Lawallen over Pullmeyer, um, and then I have Mahler over Thompson. How about you? I'm the same as you. Cool, cool. And then down to the third quadrant. Whoop. Um, I have Sasso over Alirez, um, probably in a tight match. I could see an upset there for sure. Um, but I got Sasso over Alirez, and then I have Kolodzik over Brock Zackerel. Uh, sorry to Brock, who might be actually listening to this. Um, I would have loved to see that match. Uh, I think that's a really good tight match there. Um, but I have Kolodzik edging it out on the end. What about you? Yeah, I really – I have well, I have Sasso over Alirez. Like you said, that could be uh, – that could have been an upset – but uh, Kalazic Zachary, I really looked at that one. I thought uh, I thought about that one for a while. I almost took Zachary, but I was like, yeah, Kalazic. I think that would be a really good, actually, quarterfinal match um, yeah. normally. But, you know, since Kalazic came in kind of late, his seed at six I think is lower than it should be. Um, and so I, I don't I, – I think it sucks that that match had to happen that early. Yeah. Um, but I could see it going either way. Oh, I missed a spot. Um, but down here, uh, my next quadrant, I have Lee over store. Um, so you guys know so right in here, I got Lee over store. Um, and then I have O'Connor over Clark. How about you? I got the same as you. Cool. Cool. Um, either way, even with my mess up, I still, uh, <laughs> let's go, let's go back up this way in the quarterfinals. So down at the bottom, in the first or the, the last quarterfinal, I guess um, I have O'Connor taking out Brayton Lee, uh, and, and I, I see that as probably starting off as a good match. But uh, you know, O'Connor is just so heavy on that head, um, and you know he just is so aggressive, pushing forward, moving. He's got to be super tiring to wrestle. Um, yeah, yeah, I got O'Connor uh, over Lee as well. 
I think, like you said, he's just so tired to wrestle, beating down on the head and stuff. I think I think there's possible bonus towards the end if he can uh, keep going. I think Lee can wear off and uh, he can get some bonus. Yeah, so I actually had, uh, you know, I'm a high school wrestling coach, and this summer, you know, I live a mile from UNC's campus, and I actually run a UNC clinic every year. And so UNC will come over to my high school, um, and they set up shop, and they run a clinic all day. Um, and it's really good for all the kids in the area because they get to come and you know pay like forty dollars or something, you know, cheap, um, and and get to to learn wrestling from some of the best wrestlers in D1 right now. Um, and I actually had Austin O'Connor and Jamie Hernandez come. And so we spent the whole day learning that like front head series that O'Connor does. Um, and so it was really cool to learn that from him. And he's a, he's a cool guy and I have high hopes for him in his career. So I got him passing on to that round, beating Brayden Lee. Um, jumping up one in the quarterfinals, I have Sasso and Kolodzik. Um, you know, everyone's super high on Sasso. Uh, I think Sasso is great. Uh, I really do. I, I think that he's going to be a, a great wrestler over his career. He certainly has potential to win this bracket. Uh, certainly has potential to win any of the brackets he's in. Uh, but I'm going to take proven Matthew Kolodzik from Princeton uh, to take out Sammy Sasso in this round. Um, and I, I, for me, I think it's a controlled decision. I can see like a 7-3 to three, um, or something like that. Yeah, I actually got Sasso in this one. I think uh, Kalajic, uh maybe out out uh, most of the year. He was on Olympic graduate and I pulled it like halfway through. I think uh, I think that might. I don't know if it, I don't. I don't know if it, I was gonna say it hurt him, but no, I think about it. Maybe not. But uh, it could possibly just not being prepared for the national tournament, which I'm sure he would be. But uh, Sasso just been through the uh, Big Ten meat grinder and then through it all and. Uh, Cliff Keen, Las Vegas. I think Sasso comes in uh, more ready and uh, like uh, more got more of the big matches under his belt, and I think he gets closet. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I could definitely see it going either way, um, and I can. I definitely had had to think about, like you said, him coming in on short notice. Um, but at the end of the day, I've just seen Sasso Sasso wrestle so many close matches. Um, he's not really a guy that likes to bust it open, um, and Kolodzik. You know, aside from like the EIWAs where he had some pretty, you know, good competition, um, he kind of beat on people when he came back. And so, yeah. um, you know, I, I'm going to take the guy that's, that's been more consistently just beating on people um, and not having these super close one point matches every match. Um, and, and the guy that's been there and done it. Uh, so I got Kalodzik. Um Jumping up. Match that I was super excited to see when it, it first happened. Um, we had uh, Lawal and Mahler. I was super excited to see that match. It did happen. Um, uh, but, you know, Mahler kind of controlled the match um, and, and won pretty easily. Um, and so I got Mahler moving on this time. Same thing. I got Mahler as well. Cool. And then up at the top, um, I have Lugo, Purinton, um, and, and Lugo – just those underhooks and, and he's looked like a different guy this year. And I've, I'm obviously, like we said, you know, I'm an Iowa fan. I love Iowa. Um, but Lugo has been kind of disappointing to me, his career at Iowa. I think that he has a lot of potential. He's a lot of talent. He just hasn't kind of shown up right. Every time he, he just kind of seems like the guy that, that gets in the match and gets up by a couple points and just kind of is satisfied with being up by a couple points and stops. Um, I think if he really unleashed, and let it fly. I think that he's the best guy in this bracket. 
Um, but with that being said, I think that he's better than Purinton. I think he's been wrestling great so far, um, and I don't have it stopping quite yet. So I got Lugo over Purinton. Yeah, I got Lugo over Purinton as well. Like you said, he's just been a different guy this year, uh, hammering those underhooks. And Lee, uh, Lee Wallen, he's pushed over pretty much horsepower and right over. And yep. him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then semifinals. So semifinals, uh, let's go Lugo Mahler first. What do you, what's your pick there? Lugo. I think, like I said, just a uh, different guy. I think he was poised to win a national title. I think he was just uh, – I, yeah, I think maybe uh, got a little – I think maybe his mindset adjustment he made over the offseason or something, but it really something just clicked from last year and this year, I think. And uh, I think he's just a different wrestler this year and just uh, – he's been uh, pretty dominant, not – I mean, like you said, uh, maybe not bonus point wise, but he's been uh, winning. He's been uh, winning, winning matches and uh, busting them out. And uh, I just think he gets it gets the job done. He's semising and smaller. Absolutely, um, and, and I can definitely see that. And, and when I first looked at the bracket, I, I thought Lugo, um, but thinking about it a little bit more, Lugo to me again, like you said, he he's looked so much better this year and. And I'm pulling for him, and I hope that he he would have done well in this bracket and possibly won it. Uh, but for me, it's just been kind of a the whole year just been kind of waiting to see when's Lugo going to slip up again. You know, it's like when's he going to when's he going to be old Lugo? When's he going to be old Lugo? Like he's he's wrestling great, but I just don't know how long it's going to last, right? Um, and against a guy like Mahler in the semifinals on the big stage, um, I think that I think Mahler gets it done. Uh, and the reason I picked Mahler here is because the guys that Lugo's been beating, right? The Sassos, the Llewellyns, uh, uh, you know, the big names that he's been beating this year, the Brayton Lees, those guys all have a kind of a similar style where they're kind of, you know, pushing forward. Um, you know, they're not like taking a million shots. They're kind of picking their spots. Um, and, and Lugo's able to control matches like that. Uh, Mahler is a different animal. He's a, very dynamic wrestler, right? He has all kinds of ankle picks and, and good shots and he's, he's long and lanky and fast. And, um, I can, he's just very different. And I think the style matchup here, um, favors, favors Mahler. Uh, and so I ended up taking Brock Mahler. I'm going to say it's a sudden victory takedown. Um, jumping down to the bottom semifinal, uh, another match that I would have loved to see happen. It actually has happened in the past. Uh, Kaladzik O'Connor, last time they wrestled was, was a year or two years ago. Uh, it's been a while. Um, you know, Early on in O'Connor's career, Kaladzik actually got the win. I think it was like 3-1, 3-2. Um, but I have it switching this time. Um, I got the Tar Heel taking out uh, the Princeton Tiger. And I, for me here, again, this is this is where that, short season came into effect for me. Uh, like you said, Dyson is, you know, he kind of jumped in on short notice. And while I think that personally, I think Kolodzik might be the most talented wrestler in the bracket. Um, I think him coming in on short notice and, and, you know, having a really, really, really tough road to get to this point, you know, going through Yaya, Zachrel, Sasso to get to O'Connor. Um, I think that, that O'Connor's, you know, front head offense and, and has just constantly just beaten on him is, is going to wear on him. And I think O'Connor wins uh, a close match here. 
Yeah, I got uh, I got Sasso and O'Connor. I got Sasso over O'Connor. I think Sasso's uh, been. Uh, I think he's been. Uh, he's just real fast and explosive, and, uh, flashy. I think he's uh, he's been pretty dominant this year. Uh, coming with a twenty-four and three record, I think. Uh, I think he gets the win over O'Connor. Cool. So in the finals, you have Lugo and Sasso. Right. It's completely different guys. Yeah, you got Lugo and Sasso. Um, how do you see a Lugo Sasso final going? I think Lugo gets his revenge this time. I think he. Well, actually, I guess he beat him at uh, big time. Rubber match. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think Lugo gets him, and uh, he he uh, he wrestled a good match against him in the Big Ten finals. So I think he can keep that and uh, wrestle that match again. I think he gets him. Yeah. Uh, if that ends up being the finals, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, if we see a Lugo Sasso final, I'm picking Lugo. Um, but for me, I have a completely different final. Um, I have Brock Mahler and Austin O'Connor. Uh, these two met in the third place match last year at NCAAs. Um, super close match. Austin O'Connor came out on top um, and, and just kind of looked looked dominant in that match. You know, It was one of those matches that was like a one or a two point match, uh, but one guy just kind of looked better than the other guy. Uh, and so for that reason, I'm taking Austin O'Connor, uh, maybe a little bit of a homer pick, uh, but, but I'm a big O'Connor fan. I love what the Tar Heels got going on over there. Um, and it's about time that UNC gets another national champion. So Austin O'Connor takes the crown at 149 for me. What do you got? Backside. Backside. I got, uh, in the blood rounds, I got Llewellyn over store, Zach Rule over Dagan, uh, Lee over Thompson. Kalajic over Purinton. And then I got Lawallen over Zachary, Kalajic over Lee, uh, Lawallen over O'Connor. Oh, no, never mind, never mind. O'Connor over Lee, and Lawallen. Uh, and then Kalajic over Mahler. And then I got for seventh, I got Brayton Lee over Zachary. Uh, fifth, I got Mahler over Lawallen. And then for third, I got O'Connor over Kalajic. Yeah. The only, sure. uh, Looking at it, the only All-American spot we have uh, the same is Zach or eight. Yeah. Um, so I got, like, the guys I have losing in the blood round. Um, I have Store coming up short in the blood round. I have Purinton, Thompson, and Dagan all coming up short in the blood round. Um, and, and moving on, I have uh, Sasso uh, falling to Brayton Lee. Uh, and then I have Lawallen taking out Brock Zachary. Uh And after that, I got Lawallen uh, being being upended by by Klodzik, Um and I have Lee being upended by Lugo. Um, so I have, if you can see on the screen, I have you know number three Klodzik taking out Lugo. Um, I have fifth place Lawallen taking out Brayton Lee, and I got seventh place uh, Sammy Sasso taking out. Uh, taking out Brock Zacherl, who gets on the podium. Very, very cool. I think this bracket was a lot of fun, and yeah. I, I would have loved to see this one play out. If we got to pick just one bracket, it, it would probably have been this one for me. Either There's this a- is 33. Probably, probably this, actually. Yeah, I'd probably yeah. pick this over 33. I mean, I think 33 is awesome. It would been a super fun to watch, right? Um, because you got those kind of top four guys that are, that are really good, and you'd like to see them battle it out. Um, but for me here... Dude, there's like, there's probably six people that I could see winning this bracket, and I wouldn't like if you just if you were like Bulu Wallen catches fire and wins this bracket, I would not be surprised, right? Yeah. Um, 
there there's a lot of, this one's a lot of fun i would have loved to see it happen at 33 you pretty much have your top guys rivera like rby desanto gross maybe tucker but not really and then yeah. uh it's just those top four and then this one you can who knows who's gonna win you can win lugo mauler colonzi o'connor sasso Wallen. yeah just absolutely um jumping over to 57 this one's gonna be fun to talk about too um uh, up in the top quadrant um you know i've got uh passing on to the second round deacon frantic teamer and young how about you i got that as well cool second quadrant i have monday hartman rob and delavecchia you got that yep and then down at the bottom car jacques sheets and coleman went yep. in the first round matches um and the very last quadrant i have humphreys lawan early and Hydley. Cool. So we got everyone in the first round, the exact same. Um, now in that second round, I have in that first quadrant, I have Deacon over Frannick. Um, I think it's by major decision because Deacon has just been on fire this year. Yeah. Um, and then I have Jacory Teamer taking out Caleb Young. For me, this one is is just a the battle of the the different trending directions. Right, uh, Young's been trending down. Um, Teamer's been catching fire, and so I have Teamer taken out uh, Caleb Young. How about you? Uh, Young, I think uh, Caleb will be able to slow down Teamer's explosiveness and uh, slickness. I think he'll be able to slow him down, and I think he gets the win. Yeah, I mean, it could absolutely go either way. Um, I just went with the hot hand, uh, but you got yeah. you got Deacon and Teamer in the, or you got Deacon and Young in the quarters, and I have Deacon and Teamer. Yeah. Um, cool. Jumping down, I have Monday taking out uh, Marcus Hartman of Army. Um, I think Quincy has looked great this year. Um, he's only been been stopped four times, um, and it's all been by by good dudes, right? And so I, I got Quincy Monday, who's looked great this year, um, to to take out Marcus Hartman. How about you? I got Hartman actually. Uh, you you weren't too happy about this pick, but I got uh, Hartman. Over uh, Monday, I think he's just, he's looked real good this year in his freshman year. Uh, I'm definitely gonna take Hartman. I think uh, Army guy, military, real tough. I'm gonna go with him over Monday. Yeah, yeah, no, man, I I got Monday making a run to the semifinals. Um, you know, I, I like I said, I'm a high school wrestling coach. Um, I just recently moved schools, so uh, I've been the head coach for the last four or five years at my old school, and, and now I'm stepping into an assistant role. Um, with a, with a long term coach over at my new school, uh, and at my new school, it's actually the school that Quincy Monday went to. Um, so, if you don't know, Quincy Monday was a four time state champion. He won his first two in Texas uh, when they lived there with uh, with Kennedy, um, and then you know the family moved to North Carolina to support Kennedy at UNC, um, and Monday moved to my high school and won two state titles there. Um, so. Pulling for him, and I have him making a, a good run in this tournament. Uh, jumping down, I have Peyton Robb versus Jesse Delavecchia, um, and I have Peyton Robb taking out the number four seed, Jesse Delavecchia. Um, for me, this one is just is Robb looked great at Big Tens. Um, he looks so good, and I, I think that he he's poised for at least one upset. So I definitely gave him this one. How about you? Yeah, I actually I took Delvecchia, but um, I was really high on Rob this year. Uh, freshman, uh, he looked real good. 
uh, hang, uh, having close matches with some of the top guys. And uh, I really think, uh, I think it's definitely a possibility to beat Delvecchia. But I think Delvecchia, Delvecchia keeps the season going uh, for this a uh, little bit longer. Yeah. Cool. Jump it down to the third one. Uh, I have Carr taking out Jacques and Coleman taking out Sheets. Got that as well. Cool. And then in the fourth quadrant, Humphreys taking out Luan for me and Hydley getting his revenge over Larry Early. Got that. And that uh, that Hidley Early match would be is going to be a, would have been a real, real good one. Uh, we met early in the year, like first week or something, uh, when NC State dueled. Uh, yeah. Old Dominion. It was, a, it was a great match. I think one or two point match. Yeah, it's it's for some reason you know you always have these really top guys that have like that one random guy that gives them trouble. Um, and, and I mean not random guy. You know, Larry Early is a returning All American, um, but you know Larry Early is always the guy that gives Hidley problems. Um, and, and so you know it, it could happen, but it's not going to. I got Hidley. Um. Up in the quarterfinals, up at the top, Deacon Teamer for me. Um, I have Deacon taking out Teamer. Uh, you have Deacon Young. Um, I think I got Deacon, but I think Young beat him last year in the quarters and then beat him for uh, fifth. I think I think Young, I think Caleb might have something for Deacon, just Deacon has trouble with him maybe, but I think Deacon's just been on another level this year, just looking unbelievable. I think he beats Caleb. If you would have just said Caleb Young takes that Ryan Deacon here, I probably would have just logged off. Uh, because while I, I agree with you, um, you know, last year Young took out Deacon in the national tournament twice. Uh, this is a different year and completely different dudes. Uh, Deacon has looked like an animal this year. Um, and Caleb Young, for whatever reason, maybe it's a hard weight cut. Oh, we know it's a hard weight cut, um, but for whatever reason, he just doesn't look the same this year. Um, and, and so, you know, either way, it, you had Young, I have Teamer. Deacon's going to win this match and make it to the semifinals. Um, down to the second quadrant right there. Um, I have Monday and Rob. Um, and so if it comes down to Monday and Rob, um, these are these are two – young guys that have really stepped it up and done well this year. Um, I would love to pick Peyton Rob. I, in fact, almost did. Um, but like I said, I like Quincy Monday a lot. And so I went with the Princeton Tiger here to make the semifinals. Yeah, I, I have uh, Hartman Dalvecchia. I think uh, Hartman beats Dalvecchia, like I said. He's uh, had a great season of freshman, a couple big wins. So you got Hartman in the semifinals with Deacon? Uh, yeah. And also, awesome. I forgot to mention uh, – uh, Hartman took out Monday at uh, Midlands this year. Yeah, that's the past. Uh, cool. So we'll get down to the third place, or the, not third place, the uh, the third quadrant. Um, I have David Carr taking out uh, Kendall Coleman. Man, there's a bunch of great freshmen in this this weight. You know, this is David Carr, Kendall Coleman, both freshmen, um, and, and both could be very good. Um, and I just I have David Carr winning the match over Coleman. There aren't any seniors in this way, I don't think. Like, at least the top guys, like Hidley, Carr, Coleman. None of those yeah. Deacon, none of those guys are seniors. Nope. But I got uh, Carr over Coleman. I think this would be a real fun match. Both guys, freshmen, yeah. uh, had a great season, real fast, explosive guys, great scramblers, and uh, 
just kind of like that real woods uh, Chad Red match we were talking about. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, it could be a lot of fireworks. But yeah, I, think I, th- car. I think this one's going to be crazy. I think they're going to just roll around and do all kinds of weird stuff. But I got car coming out on top. Um, down at the bottom, Hydley and Humphreys. Uh, Hydley wins this match. Uh, controlled decision. Yeah. Cool. And then the semifinals, Ryan Deacon taking on Quincy Monday for me. Um, for me, it doesn't matter who this guy is in the semifinals opposite of Deacon, unless his name is Hydley. He is not going to touch Ryan Deacon. Uh, and so Ryan Deacon moves on to the finals. I got Hartman, but like you said, Deacon's going to run right through him. Yep. Uh, down at the bottom, uh, could actually be an interesting match. And I can't remember, did Hydley and Carr hit? Um, I don't think they did. Me and Sam were looking this up yesterday. I don't, no, it was uh, it was Car Deacon and the Car Deacon. Forge. Yeah, and Deacon beat him up. Yeah, and, and so either way, I I I think David Carr it has a very bright future ahead of him, and I'm very excited to see his career unfold. Um, unfortunately, uh, I have to go with with Hydley, who is very proven um, in the national tournament. Uh, he's definitely a guy that shows up on the main stage and does well. And so I'm taking Hydley to pass through to the finals um, with, with maybe like a 3-1 decision over David Carr. Uh, I got Hydley as well. So no matter what our brackets did, we ended up in the same place, right? So we've yeah. both got Deacon Hydley in the finals. Um, but I was very excited that you picked different than me here because this is a conversation that needs to be had. Um, you picked Ryan Deacon to win this weight. Um, and why did you pick Ryan Deacon to to take out Hydley? Deacon destroyed Hydley at uh, Cliff Keen. It's Hydley. Hydley. <laughs> I got I got Trent on the podcast uh, next Monday. I'll ask him. You ask him. You better say it right because I worked at NC State for a summer. Hydley. Um, it, yeah, it, it's Hydley. Um, but uh, yeah, so. You're just going off that pat, that past matchup. Yeah, I think Deacon's just been on another level, and I mean, Hidley has or Hidley <laughs> has two, but uh, I think uh, Deacon he just he I think it was like it was in the finals of Cliff Keen. I think it was either it was something like seven three or like he just he took him down pretty easily. It was a beatdown. Yeah, he was able to, he beat him up pretty well. I think uh, I don't think it, I think uh, Hidley is able to make some adjustments, but I think. Deacon still wins, and it might be a little. It's gonna be a closer match this time, but I think Deacon still wins. Yeah, I don't got time to look it up, but I'm pretty sure, like you said, I think it was like seven three. Um, but I, if I remember correctly, I think it was like five to three, and then you know, Hydley went for a takedown in the last like thirty seconds and ended up giving up another one. Um, so I think it was a little bit closer than we may have seen. It was definitely a very controlled win by Deacon. Uh, no argument about it. Um, but for six, me, six two was a score. Six two. Okay. Yeah. So I think it was four to two, um, and I think that there was a an attempt by Hydley um, at the end that that didn't end up working out. Um, but I think that for me, when when I got down to this match, I, I love Ryan Deacon. Man, I think he's awesome. I'm pulling for him. I'd love to see him do do great things. Uh, I'd love to see him win national titles. Um, but for me. What I see when I see when I think national finals, or I think national tournament, and these two names, I think of Ryan Deacon getting beat by Caleb Young twice last year. Um, which to me, Caleb Young is not a, a finalist, you know, caliber guy. Um, and, and 
I see, you know, Deacon's struggles in the past where he's kind of dropped some matches he shouldn't. Um, and then I see the consistency of Hydley at the national tournament. All right. I'm not talking like the, the re- regular season doesn't matter very much. I'm talking about just the, the finals the last three years or just the, the national tournament the last three years. I've seen Deacon slip up and take bad losses. And I have not seen that from Hydley. I've seen Hydley go out there and make it to the finals undefeated as a freshman um, and lose a very close match with Jason Nolf, um, which people discount. Um, and then I see the next year making it to the semifinals and losing another very close match, controversial match with Jason Nolf that could have went the other way. Yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, he's just the model of consistency at these tournaments. He does super well on the big stage. Um, and I, I can see Hydley going out there, um, getting, you know, his, his defense blocking some shots from Deacon early um, and then kind of settling into his own and getting a couple of takedowns and one of the match. So I got highly, uh, maybe like a score of like a four to two. I could definitely see that happening. Like you said, Hydley's uh, more uh, proven at the national tournament. Yeah. Um, cool. And then, you know, on the backside for me, uh, losing in the blood round, I have early losing in the blood round, Sheets, uh, Humphreys, and uh, Young. I actually have Caleb Young losing in the blood round uh, to Kendall Coleman. Uh, which he beat earlier this year. But again, I'm just, I'm seeing national tournament like slip ups and, you know, the, the direction that young season has been trending. So unfortunately I have him not making it on the podium. Um, but I have, at the end of the day, I have Teamer getting seventh over Delavecchia, Rob getting fifth over Kendall Coleman. Third place, I have Quincy Monday taking out David Carr. Uh, I got uh, my blood round. I got early over Dovecchia, young over Sheets, uh, Humph- Rob over Humphreys, and Coleman over Headley. And then I got young over early, uh, Coleman over Rob, young over Carr gets his revenge, and then uh, Hartman over Coleman. I got uh, Rob beating early for seventh. Uh, Carr beating Coleman for fifth and Young beating Hartman for third. Nice. Very nice. Um, so you got Young getting third place and I got him not all American. I'm getting some, getting some revenge. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I don't have, um, I, wait, you got Monday getting third. I don't have Monday. So we're, we're even. Whatever. Uh, you're wrong. All right. We'll move yeah. on. So moving on to 65. Boom, I just dropped a bomb. If you're watching this on video, please check out my bracket and look at over where it says champion. Um, I, if, if you're just listening, unfortunately, I'm going to make you wait until I get there. Um, but if you're watching, check right. it out. and, uh, and Watch and, the video, folks. And love it. Yeah, watch the video. Um, video is going to be on hmawrestling.com. Go over and check it out. But um, let's go through. So... Um, you know, a big first round matchup for me that kind of stood out, uh, was, where is it at? Where is it at? 96, about 96, uh, yeah. Caleb McCormick and number 12, Ethan Smith. Um, Ethan Smith from Ohio state, 19 and 13 this year is an awful record for him. That's definitely one of the ones that looks a lot worse than it really is. Um, he's had a lot of, he's had a lot of really top guys that he's wrestled this year at good matches. Um, he took that, he took out, uh, David McFadden 
uh, at one point in the year. And, and Kale McCormick has been just a model of consistency for Army, um, has really had a good year, um, and, and is a guy that I really like to watch wrestle. Um, I got Ethan Smith winning this match, though. About you? Yeah, I, I got Smith as well. I think, uh, like you said, McCormick's tough uh, Army guy, but I, I got to take Smith. Yeah. So, in order to go a little bit quicker, we're going to go the second round match. Uh, in, in the second round, um, I have in the first quadrant Marinelli taking out Canigliero of Harvard, and I have Wick taking out Schedule of Navy. What do you have? I got that as well, except I had uh, Hartman beating Canigliero. You just like guys named Hartman, man. I don't know what it is. But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's for both of us. We're going to set up a Marinelli-Wick quarterfinal. Um, second quadrant, White and Smith. So I have Isaiah White taking out Ethan Smith. They've wrestled twice this year. White's won both of them. I see no reason to pick otherwise. Um, and, and then in, in the next match, I have uh, Travis Whitlake, the four seed from Oklahoma State, um, fantastic freshman, taking out Quentin Perez of Campbell. So it sets me – all right, who do you have? I got White over Smith and uh, Whitlake over Perez. Cool. So we both, in that top side of the bracket, have the same thing. We have uh, White and Whitlake set up in the quarterfinals. Um, and then down at the bottom, I have Shane Griffith taking out Andrew Fogarty. Um, and I have Josh Shields taking out uh, Jake Wenzel. How about you? Got that as well. Cool. And then the last quadrant, I have David McFadden taking out Thomas Bullard. Um, although Bullard did beat David McFadden earlier this year, I have I have McFadden winning that one. Um, and then I have Vincenzo Joseph taking out Kennedy Monday. Um, sorry, Kennedy, but uh, I don't see you taking out the number two seed this year. Yeah, I, I got those as well. I think uh, I don't know McFadden had a yeah, you know, I had a little might have been sick or hurt or something in the middle of the year. He got. Tech followed by Kennedy Monday and then lost to Bullard. He had a couple other bad losses. Like maybe he's maybe he's sick or, or injured or something, but I think he turns around here at the national tournament. I'm able to yeah. beat Bullard this time. Oh, dude, I would love to see Kennedy Monday take out Shenzo. That'd be um, amazing. But, uh, yeah, I, there's a difference in 2C between Joey Lavalle and uh, Vincenzo Joseph. So, anyways, quarterfinals. Marinelli Wick. They've wrestled four times. Marinelli's won three. What do you see happening? Marinelli. Marinelli. Uh, Marinelli just just gets to that pop double at will against Wick and is able to finish it. Um, so he, he wins that match for me. Uh, the next one was a really, really tough decision for me. Um, Isaiah White, Travis Whitlake. Um, I ended up taking Travis Whitlake just because I've seen – enough of Isaiah White. I've seen Isaiah White do the same thing every single match. He has fantastic defense. Um, he basically plays the, let me let me pick my spot and get one takedown and then just not let anybody come close to me game. Um, and he does it well. Uh, but Travis Whitlake, uh, very, very highly tatted recruit coming into Oklahoma State, um, has had a great year this year. It's 27-2, and two, his only losses being Shane Griffith and Alex Marinelli, both super close matches, came down to a last-period uh, takedown. Um, and I, I'm going to take Travis Woodlake just because of how well he's performed with the top guys um, versus, you know, we know what Isaiah White is. Yeah, I differ from you here. I got uh, White of Woodlake, I think. White's just been around a couple of years. Whitlake's still a freshman. 
I think white light whip or white uh thing white gets wet like here and I think uh white uh has just been around a couple years, has some more experience and uh has been on the big stage before and I think he'll be able to prevail and get wet like this time. Yeah, yeah, I can see it going either way. Um, but I got Marinelli Whitlake in the semis, and you got Marinelli White. Uh, moving down to the bottom, I have Shane Griffith taking out Josh Shields. Um, Josh Shields has been around for a while. You know, senior for for the Sun Devils has been very consistently good, um, and, and I have him All Americaning. Uh, but it, it's going to stop here on the front side for me. Shane Griffith uh, coming into the this this year. Are coming into you know this this tournament um, is twenty eight and zero. Um, he's going to improve to thirty and zero with a win over Josh Shields. How about you? Yeah, I got Griffith as well. I think he's just been unbelievable freshman this year, undefeated. I definitely got to take him over Shields. Yeah, uh, down at the bottom, David McFadden, Vincenzo Joseph, uh, good matchup. McFadden's pretty dynamic, uh, but at the end of the day, Vincenzo is a two time national champion um, and. He knows how to get it done. He knows how to, to how to shine under the the bright lights, um, and you know he takes out McFadden for me in probably like a five two match. Yeah, I got that as well. I got Joseph and McFadden. Cool. All right, semifinals. Uh, top semifinal Marinelli Whitlake for me. Um, I, I see it going. I think you know it could happen. Right, this is definitely a thing that could happen. Whitlake could take out Marinelli um, because. It came down. It was a 2-2 match last time. And uh, Marielle ended up getting that, that pop double right at the end, the last like 30 seconds to win the match. Um, could definitely see it, it flipping the script, especially with Marinelli's troubles at the national tournament. Um, but I'm going to take Marinelli here. He won the last one. He's going to win this one. What yeah, I got Marinelli White. I think it was a real close match last time. Great match. He scored. That popped up right at the end. I think he's able to prevail and beat White again to make it to the finals. Cool. Uh, down at the bottom. Let's let you go first. Down at the bottom. All right. Uh, this is our uh, second uh, Stanford-Penn State semi in the same spot, bottom side. I think this is a this would have been a great match, Steve, just because, like you said, with Real Woods, Nickley, just because of the unknowns, we don't really know much of Griffith hasn't had too much high-level uh, uh, high, com- high level competition this year, but he has had some undefeated come in just to see where he is with the guys like Joseph. And before we started recording, you were saying that uh, Joseph, uh, Joseph and Griffith met in uh, Griffith's redshirt year at uh, um, Scuffle, and Griffith only lost like 42 or something. So that's, he's definitely been proven, I guess, with the – high-level guys, so I'd, I'd just like to see this match. I got Joseph, though. I think Joseph uh, performs on the big stage. All right. Here it goes. About to blow up the wrestling world. If you're listening to this, then you are tuning in to possibly one of the biggest upsets or fantasy, me fantasizing about one of the biggest upsets of all time. Um, I have Shane Griffith taking out Vincenzo Joseph with a sudden victory takedown. Um, like, like you said, um, they have met once before, and it was in – this is Shane Griffith's redshirt freshman year, right? And so as a redshirt freshman, if he makes it to the semifinals, at this point he's sitting at 30-0. and 0. Um, In his redshirt freshman year, I believe he was 21-2 and 2 or something right around there. 
Um, and, and so the the kid is coming into his semifinal match, 50-something wins, two losses in his career. Um, and those two losses, you know, they were in red shirts so that technically don't count. Um, and But those two losses, one of them was kind of a head scratcher, you know, early in his redshirt freshman year. It happens. Um, and then the other one was to Vincenzo Joseph in the Southern Scuffle uh, finals, I believe. Uh, semifinals or finals. Um, I remember watching that match, and that is where – it, I really jumped on the Griffith train um, because that was a great match and it came down to a Chenzo takedown in the third period, um, but could have went either way. And I see another year under their belt. A Shane Griffith has been destroying people. Um, I see him coming in, getting a sudden victory takedown with Chenzo, ending Chenzo's hope at a third national title in the semifinals. Shane Griffith moving on to the finals. Uh, where he will face the bull. Yeah, I got uh, Vincenzo. I think, like I said earlier, just he's been on this big stage before. I think he's able to perform and uh, beat Griffith. For me, you know, every year I think everybody can can back me up here. Every year we have people make the finals that that we don't think are going to make the finals, yeah. right? Um, and not, I'm not necessarily saying a 30 seed makes the finals. Right. Um, but we're just saying, you know, there's brackets where we're like, Oh, these two guys are going to be the finals. And then they don't, that didn't end up happening. Right. Um, and it can happen to anybody. Right. And I, I remember Jesse Delgado, two-time national champion, not making the finals this senior year. In fact, not even all American. Um, and, and so it can happen to anybody. And for me, this is, this is my big upset to make the finals. Um, and, and I don't think it's, it's not a crazy upset, right? I'm not picking a 20 seed to make it. Um, Shane Grizz have a, had a great year, but him beating Vincenzo was a huge upset. Um, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm taking Shane Griffith to make the finals of Alex Marinelli and not only make the finals, I'm taking Shane Griffith to win the whole darn thing. Uh, Shane Griffith makes the finals as a freshman 31 and O moves to 32 and O and takes his first national title. Um, over Alex Marinelli. Um, I love Alex Marinelli. I think he's fantastic. I would love to see him get a national title before he leaves. For me, once you get, once I got Griffith into the finals with Alex Marinelli, I see the inconsistency Marinelli has had at his last two NCAA finals, NCAA tournaments, um, where he's, you know, coming seventh and eighth or seventh and fifth or something like that, um, where he's, you know, been a top guy. And I, I just, I can't unsee him. I, I I find it really hard to believe that he's the first two years he comes into the national tournament as one of the favorites and ends up a low All-American, and then all of a sudden he just puts it together and has a Cinderella run. Um, I think that he gets tripped up again. And so in the finals, he gets tripped up by Shane Griffith, um, another you know very close match, maybe a 3-2 match. Um, but Shane Griffith holds on to become the second uh, national champion th- this Second year in a row with a freshman national champion at 165. Setting up a historic bracket next year with Shane Griffith and Mikhail Lewis. Um, Griffith will win a national title before he leaves college, but not this year. Marinelli was winning. I haven't beaten Joseph. I think Shane Griffith, like I said, I'm really high on him. Uh, I think he's definitely the freshman of the year, but uh, not this year. I think he wants Mar- Marinelli's gone. I think him and Mikhail have some battles. I think uh, he could definitely win one once Marinelli leaves, but I think Marinelli uh, is just uh, maybe too strong for him. I think Marinelli gets him 
Well, actually, I, I have Joseph, but I th if I was if it was Marinelli like Griffith. But I got Marinelli over Joseph anyways. Cool. Uh, man, how spoiled are we as wrestling fans? How set up are we to see? You realize next year, not only will we have one more year of Marinelli, but we will have Shane Griffith, Travis Whitlake, and Makai Lewis all as sophomores. Not only all here, but all the yeah. same year for the next three years. Right? Like, that's yeah. unbelievable. And I can see all three of those dudes taking each other out. Um, yeah, that's going to be crazy. That's going to be fun. Uh, but real quick, going through the back, um, I have on the backside losing in the blood round, so not becoming an All-American. Uh, Bullard, I have Fogarty, Smith, and Schedule all losing out in the blood round. Um, and then at the end of the day, I end up having – uh, White taking out Shields in the seventh place match, uh, Wick taking out Whitlake in the fifth place match, and Griffith taking. Oh no 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 no! I have Chenzo taking out uh, McFadden in the third place match. I got uh, Whitlake over Bullard in the blood round. Uh, Wick over Wenzel, Smith over McFadden. I don't even have McFadden all American. I think I think Smith uh, is able to get him again. Like he did the door. Could definitely happen. And then I got uh, Shields over schedule. And then so Wick over Whitlake, Smith over Shields, um, Griffith over Wick, White over Smith. And I got Whitlake taking out Shields for seventh, Wick taking out Smith for fifth, and Griffith taking out White for third. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, man, I would have loved to see this bracket too. Yes. Yeah. I really do believe in Shane Griffith and think that he could have done this. Um, I didn't. I didn't pick this just to like pick it and be crazy and whatever. I truly believe in Shane Griffith and his ability to beat any guy in this bracket. Um, and so, I would have loved to see it play out. But, anyways, that is our wrap up of 141, 149, 157, and 165. Um, make sure that you you check this episode out and not only listen to it on the podcast you know apple podcast spotify anywhere you can find hma wrestling podcast uh, but check it out on the website hma wrestling.com uh, watch our videos so you can see our brackets uh, we will also post those brackets out with the the links to the podcast um, but make sure you check it out give it a like uh, give it a share uh, let us know how you what you think, you know, let me know how crazy I am for picking Shane Griffith to win 165. Um, and, 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 you know, please argue all of Dyson's picks because they are all wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, let us know guys, let us know what your thoughts are um, and make sure you tune in because our next episode, which will probably drop tomorrow um, will be 174 through 285. And not only will me and Dyson be on, but we will also be joined by our main man, Jude Swisher uh, to make some picks. And uh, I know that Dyson's going to have as much fun picking on Jude as I am. Oh yeah. I, uh, I hey, by the way, uh, Michael Cameron beat Mark Hall. If you didn't know. Yeah, yeah, dude. I I, I love well, picking on Lollipop. I don't know if we can do that anymore because Hall beat on Big Tens. But we, we can still do it. We can do it. We're still going to do it. Um, he got Carvered again. He's about to get Carvered a third time. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, anyways. So that'll, that'll wrap up our episode right here on 141 through 165. Let us know what you think. Um, and tune in tomorrow to hear us pick on Jude. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>